Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss a single episode. And if you like the show and think we deserve a five-star rating, and obviously we do, rate us and post a review. Also, although our main purpose in life is to entertain you, producing this show costs actual money. So please help out by going to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried and pledging your support to receive all sorts of goodies, merchandise, personalized roast, and shout-outs, advanced access to episodes, or personal messages from me, Gilbert Gottfried. And if we raise enough, maybe I can finally get a new co-host. I'm thinking of the Scarlett Johansson robot. This is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, once again at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Ferderosa. Our guests this week are comedians, writers, and podcast hosts who met way back in Monsignor Farrell High School. <laughs> Uh, right here in New York and went on to co-star in the sketch and improvisational comedy troupe The Tenderloins after winning the $100,000 grand prize on NBC's It's Your Competition. They, <laughs> along with fellow Close. troupe members Joe Gatto <laughs> and James Murray, launched the wildly popular TV series, Impractical Jokers. Now in its fifth season, their show, which the New York Times called gleefully idiotic, has not only expired, inspired spin-off versions in such parts of the world as Greece, Brazil, Belgium, Mexico, and Sweden, but they recently returned from a sold-out arena tour in the U.K. 
coming just a few months after a sold-out engagement at Radio City Music Hall. Please welcome to the podcast our two favorite members of the (laughs) Impractical Jokers and also the only ones to accept our invite. Rosie O'Donnell's doppelganger. Doppelganger. I say duple. (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell's doppelganger, Brian Q. Quinn and Sal Jacrispy Volcano. Wow. I can't believe you said did that off the top of your head. Yeah. You knew I, all I, that. I just remembered it. Unbelievable. Wow. It's Volcano, isn't it? Uh, volcano. 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 Yeah. Vol- <laughs> He's volcano. one of mine. Oh, okay. Smith. <laughs> now, now we, we're starting at uh, uh, with a sad announcement. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. Do you want to be the one to tell No, it's him? your show, man. I, oh, I, okay. I, with a heavy it's Seems in the old show, Alf, uh, the guy that played the furry alien creature yeah, yeah. was a a midget, yeah. as I like to the call him. The guy that played Alf, yeah, yeah, the didn't guy do that the voice. Alf. Didn't do the voice. Just was inside uh, the yeah. Paul Fusco oh, did yeah. the voice. Oh, that's oh. frustrating. Yeah. So, so uh, this was just the, the the actor inside the outfit, yeah, inside the, the costume. actor inside the midget inside the outfit, <laughs> which was known as Alf. Michu uh, Mezaros. See? What's his name? He, G- Gordon Shumway was yeah. Alf's real name. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. From, From Melman. Melman. Yeah. Right. I remember the cartoon? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But Masuki, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mishu. Mishu <laughs> has sadly passed away uh, of a heart attack. I, or I believe a stroke. A stroke at <laughs> I, 75 or 76. Close enough. I do yeah. hope in the Oscars this year they have Alf in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the yeah, 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 that would be good. They don't show his photo, they show the puppet. Alf. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never liked Alf. No? No. I always thought it's like uh, that they were making a puppet of a dog and they fucked it up, so they said, let's change it to an alien. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting that's, theory. Yeah. And, but that's, and that's what put you off for the whole series. Yeah, it, it threw me. <laughs> you couldn't get over uh, that. We also have to talk a little bit about the Jeffersons, because I had our, our researcher, Paul Rayburn, called you to do a little, uh, a little pre-interview. Yes. And I got the material back, and the first thing I saw was that your favorite show and your influence growing up was the Jeffersons. That's right, yeah. Which was a pleasant surprise. Now, now we... Frank and I interviewed James Karen, who's a, an old character actor. If you look him up, you'll recognize him right away. He played in a very important Jeffersons, maybe one without the music at the end. Yes. Because it was so important. A white supremacist. I think I do. You he know, was. Just told this. I think I he do was Mr. Flutterman in, in Gremlins. Yes. One and two. Oh, yes. no, that's Dick Miller. That's Dick Miller? Oh, Definitely what did you guy. say? Okay. Yeah. Oh, he was in Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living oh, Dead, James Cameron. That's Karen. right. Uh, he was Frank the Grave Frank, Digger. Right. In one and two. They, and they brought yes. him back in the second yes. one. And you guys grew up in New York. He was the, he was the shop right. Uh, not shop right. Pathmark. That's Path- right. He was Pathmark. That's right. And, yeah. and so. He, after he did that show, he got Pathmark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pathmark. Pathmark hates black people. Yeah, just not just wanna, black people. He actually, they don't like Jews that. either. They do that, not like the, Jews. The cha- yeah, 
They the don't. chairman of Petmark. But their prices are, you can't me. beat them. You yeah. can't beat the prices. So. <laughs> it's forgivable. We hate blacks and Jews, but we've got orange shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I'm a white Catholic, so I'm just going in for the savings. I don't need to worry about that stuff. That's right. That's right. But um, so he played a white supremacist, and I guess he did it so realistically that he was getting death threats, and people weren't hiring him. And they were threatening to kill him and blow up the studio. And- yeah. Oh, wow. And Isabel Sanford and, and Sherman Hemsley had to escort him out of the uh, out of the building. They had to escort him to safety. He had yeah. to walk with the stars oh, so you that mean, he wouldn't so- be... Wow, yeah, that shows they, a level of ignorance that I can't believe exists. It just goes to show you how many fucking dopes are in the world that they can't <laughs> make. A studio audience that are yeah. watching the scripted show. I think I got the story took right. Umbridge he had with to his walk out with oh, them, right? And, but then eventually, they, they really helped him out. They took a picture where they were mm-hmm. all standing with their arms around each other, smiling. And the, the, the important ending... Uh, James Karen, who's the head white supremacist, starts to uh, have a seizure. Oh, okay. And oh, falls, I remember this. He falls down to the ground, and Sherman Helmsley performs mouth-to-mouth on him. Now it's ringing a bell. I completely remember it yeah. now. And, and yeah. then when he says, this man saved your life, he goes... Uh, you should have let me die, die yep, yep. Now, you used to act these scripts out for your family at well, the dinner not- table? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did, I did. Not those. Uh-huh. Not the heavy. I completely remember this episode yeah. now. <laughs> the thing I love about the Jeffersons, too, is that, like, more so than any shows today, even though, like, they're in front of live studio audiences, you can feel, like, they still feel like canned laughter. The Jeffersons... Or whatever the process was in the older older sitcoms, you feel that audience watching that. It's almost like they're watching a play, and it's not cut up so much because you. I mean, there was you could tell they're listening and watching that exact thing. Interesting, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I remember that one. I used to so I used to watch the Jeffersons all the time because on from like seventy five to like mid eighties, and uh, they used to replay it on Channel Eleven every night. And I used to watch them. I used to live with my grandparents. I mean, and my grandpa used to watch it and just howl laughing at it. So I would memorize. I would, like, write down, like, some scenes. And then I would perform them at dinner for them. And I would, like, play all the characters. But it was more like the lighthearted scenes. Not the very special episodes. No, not the very special. It was not the very special. It was more like, the, like, like when George and Florence would, like, go at each other and, like, rip on each other oh, and stuff. Oh, can like you that. act out a scene for us now? Yeah, I could probably remember one. Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is. I mean, a it'll treat. be short. I don't know if I can okay. do like a whole scene. That's fine. I remember. I remember one specific. <laughs> I remember one specific. <laughs> one specific uh, j- jab back and forth between okay. Florence and, and, <laughs> and George. Um, George, you know, I don't know if, if you didn't watch the show. Yeah. George was Florence was the housekeeper. Marla Gibbs. Yes. Marla Gibbs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, George and her had a peculiar rapport, where George was. He loved her, but he was basically always unsatisfied with her. And to his to, to play devil's advocate, she wasn't a good mate on the show. No. That was the whole shtick. So they would always take verbal jabs at each other. And I remember one time George said, Florence, your cooking tastes like dog food. And then she came back with a classic Florence <laughs> retort. Yeah, you're supposed to do a Sherman Helm. So he'd be like, "Oh, I used to walk like him too." I used to, oh. I used to, I, I used to also do these in third grade. I used to come into third grade and then do them in front of the class. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, it's, I've i lost a step. Yeah. Uh, okay. Admittedly. Uh, Florence, you, I'm not going to. Florence, your cooking tastes like dog food. And then she said, that's because I'm cooking for a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. And we laughed and laughed. You know. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's not, yeah. We've done 110 shows and no one's ever done a Marla yeah. Gibbs impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when I was a kid, my uncle and I would act out the uh, Different Strokes episode where Dudley got molested in the bike shop. I was Dudley. We talked about that. Yeah, and he played the bike shop on there. It was great. I don't really remember the dialogue. <laughs> Put you in leopard underwear yeah. and stuff. Now, I, I remember working with a director who told me he used to direct the Jeffersons. And... Um, one time he was out having lunch and he was walking back to the studio and a limo passes by and the, the window goes down and smoke is coming out of it. And Sherman Helmsley is there and he says, hey, want to lift back to the studio? And he goes, sure. And he gets in and it's and he's smoking a hash pipe. Or smoking crack. He might nice. have been smoking crack. <laughs> Allegedly. And, yeah, he, and so the director says to him, he goes, hey, should should you be doing that? You know, we have to film today. And he goes, I got to kiss her twice in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Did you really hear that story? Yes. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> I like the variable too. Is either hash or crack, like one or the other. Yeah. Oh, that's I like funny. that he has to he has to smoke crack to get through two kisses. And, and, and since he's such a Jefferson yes. aficionado, tell him the Paul Benedict story because that's good too. Oh I'm, my God, Bentley. I've met Paul Benedict. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The late Paul Benedict. Yeah. He was one time years ago doing a play, and when he got off stage, someone said, "Oh, some doctor." wants to say uh come over and talk to you and he thought oh he, he wants an autograph or something and he meets the doctor and the doctor says i was watching you on stage and i think you might have acromegaly and that's that disease that rondo hatton had you guys know rondo hatton no. You'll know him after this. If, yeah. yeah, you will recognize him. You've seen his mask. The creeper. Is this like over. a gigantism type of disease? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his features are big and his hands and feet and legs, uh, they they look like, you know, like Frankenstein. Right. Yeah. And uh, and he says, I think you might have acromegaly. And he, he examined him and sure enough, he did. Wow. Did you ever see The Rocketeer? The movie The Rocketeer? You're a superhero guy. The, oh, the old Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so of course. The guy is made up. The bruiser, the guy that- Oh, that's the, him? The, well, well, it's, it's it, made up to look like He's made up him. to look like the way this right, guy looked in real it. life. I swear to God, if you look up Rondo Hatton, you will recognize seeing masks of him in every on every right. Halloween yeah. in right. store windows. Rocketeer was dope. Yeah. That was a good movie, I recommended man. it Was that Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer Connelly, Billy Campbell, and Alan Arkin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we, Jennifer Connolly's a Jew. Okay, good. Okay. Get that out there. I yeah. used to I used to be a um a toll collector at the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel yeah. for a summer one year. And she would come through like Ooh. every like every other day she would come through and I was like 
I just fell in love with her every goddamn time. So sweet, so nice, so beautiful. And, and there an I was insane, in a sweat collector. <laughs> insane body. Yeah, I noticed that too. Because yeah. I had the advantage of, like, I was standing oh God, and she was sitting. Yes. I didn't want to say that until you brought it out, but yeah. I, I have a movie recommendation well. for you. The yeah. Hot Spot. A yes. Hot spot. She and another hot looking girl are lying out on the beach naked. I think it's really? Virginia Madsen. Uh, yeah, oh. I've seen the clip online. Yeah. They're by oh. a lake, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I, I saw Requiem for a Dream. I love that movie. No, the first time <laughs> I saw her was in that movie with Frank Whalen. I think it's called Opportunity Oh, oh wish they, opportunity got, they got locked yes. in a She's wearing the white tank top and she's riding that ride. John Jesus Christ Almighty. So, what else did you guys watch? You grew up here, you're local guys. You grew up in Staten Island. What did you watch as kids? Besides the, I know you're a fan of the old Batman. Oh, I, I, that's that became like a religion for me at a certain point, and then they, I, I loved it. I was, it was obsessed as a child, and then that's what got me into comics. Was was the old the Batman West series? Batman. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And I'm a huge like that's my thing is comics. And uh, when they released it, I think two years ago, uh, finally they got the rights. Oh, they, oh finally, it came they out on Blu-ray. Get the yeah. rights for Blu-ray for years and years. Yeah. I, I've watched the series through about three times. They look good in Blu-ray, don't they? You can't yeah. even believe what I you're know. seeing. You Dick see Chris. the seams on the costumes. I know. It's I love it, and and I didn't realize like how much of a comedy it was as a kid. Like now I'm like they. Well, just... You must have seen it in like 20th run. You're much younger than we are. You yeah. must have seen it in. in well, in sure. I was born in '76, so yeah. I guess Channel 11 ran yeah, it Channel in the 11. '80s. Now, are you familiar with the legend of the Joker? From Batman. Cesar Romero? Yes. What legend? I have a story about him, but what legend? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I've ever told this one on the show before, but Cesar Romero. This is our greatest he, hit. He, he was famous for being a Latin lover yeah. on screen. And in, in real life, he was gay. And what he was into was gathering up uh, these young boy toys, and he would pull down his pants and underwear and according to legend, they would fling orange wedges at his ass. That's so specific. <laughs> yeah. It's a legend. Some yeah. people have argued it's tangerine wedges. Right. Another guy said he would stand it's ankle, allegedly orange wedges. Yeah, ankle deep in warm water as they were throwing <laughs> orange wedges. It sounds like an inside clown posse bus. Well, I, right. I don't know. I don't know when you wait, wake up one day go, deep, hey, you know what feels good? Very <laughs> I just specific. want to leave here having an understanding of this. Don't, don't send me out the door right now with just right. this amount of information. Don't say the show's not educational, Sal. Is there something that I'm not aware of? What does the ankle deep in warm water do? God, what does orange wedges against your ass do? Oh, you don't know that one? <laughs> it gives wow. your ass vitamin C. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, now, now we'll get right back to this, but I have to talk about a story. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's got a story. I, I can't remember. believe you're right. Oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not ready right. to move on. No, no. I'm not ready well, to move on. Well, hold on, because lie. my story might, like the host might compliment TV this show. one. We'll get right back here. <laughs> you might have yeah. just blown... The uh, a guy in Albuquerque. My, you yeah. might have just blown the lid off one of my grandmother's stories because yes. she told me she my grandmother on my father's side oh, as a young woman worked at uh, Ellis Island. Oh, and Cesar Romero before he became famous worked there with her. Wow! And she told me she dated him for a summer. Mm. So now this is a scoop. Tell me that old bitch lied to me. 
Oh, uh, well, either she lied to you or she was throwing orange wedges at his ass <laughs> okay. in warm water. She had bursitis? Or, uh, oh, all right. I will tell problem. you, that old bitch lied. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, I like the idea of her throwing orange wedges. You're like, now joke. that you mention it, there was yeah. a lot of citrus around the house. <laughs> wow. It, it, it stunk of orange juice. <laughs> wow, because I always watched the show and was like, that could have been my grandfather, but now I have... <laughs> Mixed emotions about it. Where were you going yeah, with this? I, I just wanted to sidetrack for a second that I heard when the impractical jokers check into a hotel, mm. there is... <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you're about to say next. <laughs> there, is, there is a one practical joke you play on one of the members where they're distracted. Can you tell us? Okay. This is on Sal. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is Joe on Sal. Yeah. This is something Joe did to me. I don't even want to. It hasn't happened in a in a long one. <laughs> it hasn't happened it in I want to I want to say two two years. years. Yeah, but it happened plenty the first two years. We've been touring for four years. Yes, after post show we've been touring. He would. Okay, <laughs> we would distract Sal when we when we check in. They would I never. You never think you know your head is issue. not here when you're checking into a hotel. No, you're getting off the thing. You're getting your luggage right. together. You're waiting. Maybe the room's ready. Maybe it's not. Whatever. They would distract me. Joe would get my keys to my room, and he would race up to my room in that moment while I was being distracted and thought I was waiting on my room, and he would turn the heat up as high as it can go, and then take a shit in the toilet, leave it there, and come back out and leave the heat on and the shit in the toilet, and then they used to give me my keys, and I would swing the door open, and it... Felt like someone <laughs> threw shit at me on the equator. That's what it would have kind of felt like. And he got me like seven or eight times over great. the course of two years. Because just when you, it leaves you, just when you forget about it. And let me tell you, equator. that's a tainted room right wow. there. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now back to the show. Since we're talking about stunts, and, and I guess that's a that's sort of considered a punishment, although it's not part of the part of the show. Was there a stunt that got you guys in trouble with Homeland Security? Oh, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> well, it wasn't it wasn't so much really. It, we shot down at the uh, at the um, not City Hall, uh, uh, Battery Park. Battery Park. They have the Indian Museum over there, right? Right. Or you could say Indian. And it was uh, they have <laughs> the, the two statues. The I don't know. It's a Native American museum, and uh, there was these two statues. Oh, and in a bit, Sal just ran up there, and we stupidly said, "Just grab that Indian's nose off the off the statue." So he goes, "Got your nose." Somebody came over and was like, "Hey, you guys shouldn't be on the statue," and that was the end of that. But we spun it into this thing where Homeland Security got furious about it. And, and wrote this letter saying, hey, what you guys did isn't cool because that's a national landmark and you guys are on TV and if you do that, other people will do it, have some responsibility. Also, we're going to fine you. We need you to come in for basically a court hearing about it. And it was all fake. We hired an actress. We, we wrote the letter. I see. And so they so, hired an actress. They hired clever. a whole team. Yeah. It was wow. a floor of Homeland Security. Well, it was where, we shoot, where they shoot uh, Law and Order, those offices. We 
took over those offices and populated it with actors playing lawyers and stuff like that. And Sal came in and we hid cameras in there and we called him on the, had this woman and we told her like, be a bitch to him. And we knew he couldn't come back at her too hard. So he sat there with the frustration on his face while he, while she did it. Said she was going to fine him. Said she was going this to. This carried on for months. Months. Six, I was getting six, letters months. to my home. $100,000 fine. Six months yeah. in prison. All this stuff. And I went there and I thought I was going to settle it that day. And she's like, yeah, this is not going to be settled right now. And it, they kept it going and going right. and going. And we said we were going to pull the, the, the permit to shoot Impractical Jokers in New York City if you don't comply so he had to comply interesting it was great yeah and that so for, for like six months i thought that I, and we, this is not the normal routine on the show the normal routine is just very much more simple interactions with people in the public so this was a little bit in depth so i, I it wasn't on my radar that they would they were doing something like this were you slapped once by a woman I, yes I, was. I think gilbert would <laughs> i think gilbert would actually enjoy this on one. the show or in real life yeah, on the show because i requested in real yeah. life um <laughs> I, I don't uh, want to get too personal. In the, in the pilot, it never aired because we were still figuring out the tone of the show. Right. And in the show, we don't really get too mean. It's it's more about we, we want to mortify each other. There's collateral, collateral reactions from That's people. That's one of the charms of the show is right. that you guys have an affection for each other and it doesn't get mean-spirited. Hopefully, yeah, by design. But um, when we first figured out, we shot the pilot and I sat next to a woman who had a newborn infant in the park and I struck up a conversation with her. <laughs> and then they told me to turn to her and say, if I could just be honest with you, you're, it's a very ugly child. And so, <laughs> so you'd like it. So I turned to this woman, this young mother. Oh, she was and gorgeous. After I Remember talked to her for like five minutes, I'm like, you know, and I, I, I should have not said it, but I, I told her that the baby, I was like, this is, you know, it's an ugly baby. And she said, excuse me. I said, the baby is an ugly baby. And she, she hauled off, she hit my face so hard that it spun and spit flew out of it. <laughs> And it was like a, her like a raging bull. Yeah. Her handprint was on my face. Wow! And uh, I was just like in complete shock. And but she had a good sense of humor about it. She afterwards. was fine. Yeah, yeah. And she was so she was pretty. so beautiful, oh, like yeah. like stunning. I mean, we remember her five years. Yeah, later. I was like, oh my. She was French accent. Remember? Yeah. Oh god. But uh, we had. I got choked once by a war vet. <laughs> <laughs> Because I cut him in. So we went to, yeah, you ever see the TKTS ticket booth sure, in Times Square? Sure. It's where tourists in New York, they line up at like noon. Because at 3 o'clock, a box office opens. Oh, it represents yes. all the yeah. theaters and you get tickets at half price for that day. So thousands of people line up and they wait three hours on this line. Three hours plus. So we had to think, okay, we're all going to go there and see who can cut the line the deepest in. And get you know, and, and cut the most of the line, and so we all took turns, and I cut in front of this guy with his family. He was an older gentleman, big guy, white haired gentleman, and uh, he was like, you know, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing, you know. And he's like, no, no, get out of the line. We were here first. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just making believe I don't understand him or whatever. And he's like, like, what is going on? And he's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, get out, get off the line. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's great to see you, meet you. you know, and so he calls, he calls security over. And security comes over and goes, what's the issue? And he goes, this guy just cut us in line. We've been waiting for hours. I want him out of the line. I turned to security. Because if I get kicked out, I lose. Oh, so yeah. I turned to security. I said, he's just messing with you. It's my crazy uncle. We're a family. I'm with, I'm with them. And the guy got incensed. He goes, what are you, some kind of nut? And I said, no. He goes, something wrong with you? I said, no. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him that we're family and you're just joking around. And the guy, I just saw him. I saw a switch 
flip, and he shoved the security guard away, lunged at me, and just started <laughs> choking me by the neck. And his whole family got in between, and he just wouldn't let me go. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it turns out he was, of course, a war vet, and he just didn't take any shit. The wrong guy to fuck yeah, with yeah, on yeah, this yeah, line. Yeah. But, but again, not that doesn't happen too often. I was going to ask that question. I mean, how often do you guys actually feel for, fear for your safety? Not really. I actually have broken. I have two broken ribs right now from a guy who tackled me while we were shooting about three weeks ago. What happened? We, we, we're having, it's for our live show. We tour as a live show. We do, you, Gilbert, you saw us on the cruise, um, or you didn't see us. But oh, yeah, we did it, I right. was on your, uh, <laughs> yes. the Impractical, Impractical Jokers. Jokers. Oh, that's right, how you guys hooked up. Yeah. And uh, so we, we shoot videos just for the live shows, and one of them was we're going to have a creep-off contest to see who could be creepiest. And I wore one of those ghillie suits that snipers wear, so you're like, you know, it's a bush. And uh, there was a Little League game playing, and the idea was I was going to creep as close to the pitcher's mound as I can get on this little league game, and uh, it was going fine. It was growing great. The coach came out. He was pissed, which I understand because you don't know who the hell I am under the thing or what I have on me. He starts kicking dirt on me, and then I got up, and I start going, I'm a bush. It's okay. I'm just a bush. You don't see me. You don't see me, and I started darting to the infield, and he shoves me, and I, and I recovered and, and took off again, and he just full-on tackled me, and I went down so hard, and I was like, God, this hurts, and – I went to the doctor. I have two. I have two, possibly three broken ribs from wow. a guy who occupational out. hazard. <laughs> I, I remember. I got you invited me on the uh, impractical joke. Yeah, well, you're cruise. one of our heroes, man. Oh, thank that you. Is, that is true. That's just sad. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. They were like, our manager came to us and were like, make a dream list of comedians that you want on the cruise. And and Gilbert was in was one of the first ones that we came up with. He was the only one that said yes from that list. So we're pretty excited. <laughs> We were pretty excited <laughs> right away, too. Right away. Almost as if he was wow. waiting for the call. Was yeah. there food? Yeah. <laughs> there was free food. Yeah. I remember we, meeting you, too, on the, this is this yeah. is terrific. <laughs> I was like, oh, hello. Oh, because I had met you a little bit bef before the cruise backstage at another comedy show, but I don't know if you remember that, but when I, when I met you on the cruise, I was like, oh, my goodness, like. Could even just hearing you read that intro that yeah. we had, yeah, I, it was it's crazy to me. Yeah, I just think yeah, for for us it's iconic. You're iconic. So <laughs> and so I digress. So we, I, I but when I met you on the cruise, I said I, I was like, oh, and you had a documentary you were filming. Oh yes, yes. I hope that went. I was going well. Yeah. Still so going well. I was like, oh, hello, thank you so much. Blah blah blah. And the first thing you said to me was, is there any way I could do less time? <laughs> 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 and I said, "Oh well, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the contract says, but whatever you think, how much less time? Like, you know, like he's like, I just want to enjoy. The I'm, I'm thinking he has to, do, I'm thinking he has to do an hour, and I said, how much less time? Like 45. This isn't even for me to. I don't know. I go, how much less time? 45. He's like, if I can do 10 to 15 minutes, that would be great. It was so funny because our manager was like, this has to be a family-friendly cruise, like, you know, can Gilbert, is Gilbert family-friendly? And we're oh, like, yeah, yes. he's the parrot. We're like, he's the, he's the duck, he's the best. Gilbert gets on stage, and within two seconds, he's doing a joke about Nip Nipsey Russell sucking down cum. And my manager's looking at me like, what the fuck? Oh, he's wrong with you guys. And we're like, but it's Gilbert Godfrey, we love him. <laughs> and then I, the of course, I, how do I, I? Anything Gilbert wants, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll have someone talk to you, and we'll figure it out. I just want, you know, and he just was, and then he was like, this is all in the first forty seconds. Uh, and, then, and then he goes, yeah, I just, I just don't want to be on the boat. <laughs> He's like, 
Nipsey Russell sucking a cock. <laughs> and then he turned, he turned to the newest comedian that was booked on that boat, my friend JF, who's a young comedian who had a couple of 15-minute slots. He says, you want to open for me and do a half hour? <laughs> That's him. That's him. That's him. That's great. I was like, this is, this couldn't have gone better. It was perfect. You know what I mean? It's exactly what I mean. But you got into it because then you were just like, you just wandered into other people's podcasts. There was my buddy Brian Johnson was hanging out with you. And they would, like, we booked podcasts and Gilbert just went backstage. Uh, like, he wasn't scheduled. To, the, 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 the people hosting the podcast didn't know Gilbert just walks on stage and sits down at the table. 30 minutes into the show. Yeah, we did that with us too at Legion of Skanks. Oh my God, it was so funny. Just like, the show. And, and that was yeah. it. They loved it though. Yeah, Everybody loved it. It was great. I love you selling your manager on the idea that he's family friendly. Yeah, well, like, no, it's Iago, man. Everybody, kids are going to love him. He'll do the voice. What's the Nipsey Russell bit? <laughs> and then, then my manager's oh, like, no, does anybody even know who Nipsey Russell is? <laughs> no, he, during, our, during our podcast, show he tried to seduce a child in the front row <laughs> by, by, by offering to introduce him to old actors. Do you remember this? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> he was dangling an old actor carrot in front of like a seven-year-old kid. He's like, come on with me backstage. I'll introduce you to... to I said, hey, you want to meet Captain Kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so funny. Oh, so. I'm, I'm good friends with Captain Jack McCarthy. <laughs> you guys are too young to remember Captain Jack McCarthy. No, I don't remember him at all. Oh, oh that's Lord. funny. But it was exactly what we wanted. Right. Like, the whole thing was perfect. All right, so you're a fan. I, t- I told you I had a surprise for you. You may already know this. You're okay. a Superman fan. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah you're, 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 yeah. Big, you're big time into Superman. Yeah, Look at this. He's tattoo. got a tattoo, Gil, on his yeah. arm. He's oh got the Superman yeah. insignia. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. Me and Joey Fatone have this. It's great. Yeah, you Shaq, Bon Jovi, yeah. and Joey Fatone. Did you know that he played, that he did a voice? The boys know this? Yes. No. On, on oh, you're about the, to be even more impressed. Oh, I know. With him. Mr. Mixelplex. Yes. I knew that. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the one that, uh, there you go. You what's did know. his name? Uh, uh, Tim Daly. Yeah, yeah. He was Superman and Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. And I was Knickknack, the crazed toy inventor. On on that afternoon Superboy. Yeah, the syndicated Superboy. I did about Superboy. two or three oh, okay. series. Oh, that uh, I remember the series. I don't remember the episodes. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I remember you were Mixelplex. I do remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. It up. Yeah, that series was good. Oh nice. You have even more respect for him now. I, I couldn't and, possibly have any more for him, but yeah. And I co-wrote a a super- Is there any way? <laughs> and he shot <laughs> to leave the boat now <laughs> <laughs> and still get paid. <laughs> Basically, basically, I do not want to see you, any of you, again after this very moment. What a career that you, not only do you do that, but you're loved for it. You know what I mean? That you're like, yes, he doesn't want to see us. He doesn't want to do what we hired him for. I've never heard of you, actually. My wife books everything. <laughs> this was a huge mistake. <laughs> she was like, there was, there was like, you remember the, with, the, with the four fat idiots that, that, that talked to each other? And he's like, I don't know. I went to shake his hand. He gave me his breakfast plate. I was like, no, it's my cruise. It's my cruise. Oh, great. You're just the person I wanted to talk to. This was a huge mistake. 
<laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> how, how long did you stick it out? How long did yeah, you stay on the time. cruise? You went the, you did the whole cruise. Yes. Yeah, you had a blast. Yes. We had a blast. Yeah. We went to uh <laughs> and all of that is true. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, we went to Mexico. We went to Mexico. Yeah. I, uh, I said, I said Gil Gilbert, this is my mom. He said, Oh great. Is there any way I can do less time? <laughs> to, to my mother. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he asked my Here's another question about the show. <laughs> uh, or we could just mock Gilbert for the yes. rest of the uh, for the rest of the hour. Oh god! Did you guys do a stunt that involved a, that caused a woman to call nine one one? No, no, no. That, that didn't make air. That's a credit card one. Oh, uh, yeah. is it that one or is that the child playground one? <laughs> well, the chat didn't make care either. Someone called 911. Th- we had three calls to 911 in the tenure of the show. One, I was a supermarket checkout person, and uh, they told me to take this woman's credit card, take a photo of it my- with my phone, and give it back to her. And I told her it was just for informational purposes, and I put the phone in my pocket, and she flipped out, you know, and she called the cops. Um, Another time we were go- we were on the beach we were playing beach patrol and what we would do is we'd wait we'd find people who were sleeping on the beach and we'd hover over their face and like crouch down like cr- <laughs> like crouch over them so like our balls were like, kind of near their face and we'd wake them up like excuse me but when we, when we did it uh, like our crotch was right near their face and one guy called the cops on us for that and then another time we were in a children's playground and the goal we were out, we were without children. And the goal was to baby, baby talk, talk to right. adults. You know how they how they. Well, they I saw you throw them. the tantrum in the toy store. That was yeah. That, that was, was another one. Yeah, that was good. To, trying to get parents to yeah. buy us a toy yeah. as an adult, <laughs> but they just all thought we were challenged adults, and that didn't yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they don't land. So we, we what we did was in order to talk to the the parents like oh you didn't we we said oh this, an easier way to do it would be start that way with the kid and then transfer the conversation to the parent. But we never even thought it out. We didn't think that we were we were in the park without children. Yeah, and then we were going up to the kids going, men. hello, little bit. And, and before we could even <laughs> yeah. go to the parents, the cops were there. You know. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky, though. Like, uh, all three times, all three, yeah. the cops were fans of the show. And, and were like, that helps. we love the show. Don't just get out of here. We know you're not doing yeah. anything wrong. So it was pretty good. I was fond of Sal and the, in the, the dentist office. Trying oh, to get the, the where you kept trying to get the guy to say, oh, no, you didn't. Oh no! You oh yeah yeah. The dentist was one of our, my favorite. That's well, the chair things. thing is just. I raised them up in a chair. So we 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 played <laughs> dentists. So the we we so the it's a challenge. The first thing you have to do is find a dentist to let you do this. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's so a big task. That's hard enough. And then you find a guy who's like you know just some fast and loose dentist that's like, hey, come on in. It sounds great. Yeah. And then we're in the <laughs> and then we're taking patients as a dentist <laughs> right. before you know it. Now. Here's the thing. We like to learn 
a couple of words, a couple of things to just establish even the slightest bit of credibility for a minute or two. Because otherwise, if they're suspicious within the first second, it doesn't work. So the dentist came in, and it was a brand new office, state-of-the-art everything. And they gave us a five-minute briefing on, oh, this is this tool, this does this, this does this. Here's a couple of keywords. And they said, this is a brand new state-of-the-art chair. So the guy, I went first. The guy came in, and uh, and I get him in the chair, and they said, just put, put the chair up. Like, put him in the chair and put, put him down and the chair up. So I hit the thing. Well, this $20,000 state-of-the-art chair, I didn't realize, it went nine, ten, <laughs> nine feet in the air. <laughs> pretty funny. Feet in the air. And the, it also flipped so that the his feet were almost completely up, and his head was almost completely down. So I put him up. First he went. His head went all the way down to the floor and his feet up. And then I raised him up and he went about nine feet in the air. His feet were touching the ceiling and his head, he was upside down. The guy almost <laughs> fell backward. And that little, on. that bib that's on you was just flopping over his face <laughs> and he keeps clip. moving it to talk yeah, to Sal. Yeah, yeah. You see him just like going up and he keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And then I just lost my shit. I laughed right in front of him. I had to walk out of the room. What kind of challenge is it to get a professional like a dentist to take part in something like this? Is there... In the beginning, it was a, harder. A lot of uh... now it's fans of the show. Okay. Make our lives oh, so I see. Easy. I see. Yeah. Well, we helps. can cast out a net now and say we'll put on Facebook, net. right? Yeah. Oh, but in the yeah. beginning, we had no crew, and we didn't. We had to learn how to make a TV show. In the beginning, we had no crew. We had like eight people. Now there's like fifty people. In the beginning, I think there was eight. Eight, and that included us calling for locations. <laughs> and we so we would call. We would call ourselves yeah. on the phone and be like, "Hi." So it was know. Guerrilla TV at the yeah, beginning. In the beginning. Yeah, now you yeah. now it's you got writers now. We have writers, uh, we have a bunch of uh, guys who we, mo- most of them are friends we've known for years. Um, guys, a lot of them are Staten Island guys. They sort of grew up with the same attitude. Some of them even went to the same high school as us. So we try and keep the continuity of our, you know, specific point of view mm-hmm. in it. But, uh, you know, we still write for the show too, but it's a, it's a lot of work. Now, if, if I can take you out of this for one second. Uh, on good times, I imagine you probably like good times sure. if you like the Jeffersons. I got I have yeah. good times trivia for you. Okay. Now, do you remember the episode where the father on Good Times Amos, dies? Right? John, Amos. John Amos. John Amos dies. Wasn't that t- wasn't that one of the last episodes? I think, I, well, I think it was when they wrote him out of the show. Yeah, they wrote him out of the show. Like but contract he, dispute. They write it that yeah. the character dies. And and the wife Esther Roll Esther yeah. Roll yeah. Florida is, Evans is Florida. being the brave uh, widow and keeping the family together and acting like it doesn't bother her until the very end of the show when she's washing a bowl and she t- <laughs> I I know what you're about to do go ahead go ahead do it go ahead is it damn yeah, yeah. damn. Damn, 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 damn! <laughs> that, that's it! That's it! Yeah! Damn, damn, damn! Yeah, yeah and, and that was like the credits went up silently. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. there's a line in yeah. the, the... My trivia question, I have... Yeah. That I always okay, well, out. Frank, let's see. Frankie will cue up what you want. There's a, there's a line in the song. That <laughs> no one knows what it is. Oh, I, I know is it what the it one is. that sounds like hanging in a John? That is the one. Okay. Yeah, because that's let's, what I thought it was when I was a kid. Then okay. I realized it made no sense. What is it? Well, well, well do you want to listen and try it? Are you going to play the music? Do, have the, do we have good times? I got it right here. Oh. We do. Okay. Here comes the trivia. Here we, the mystery will be solved. Will be solved. Put to rest. Good times. Good times. <laughs> good times. 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 Good
Great fucking theme song, by the way. Great, isn't it? It still sounds like hanging in a John all these years yeah. later, and still yeah. doesn't make so any sense. Why any, I mean, you just want me to reveal it? Yes. Any guess at all? You know, I I no. knew and then I forgot. Yeah. I feel like it's so, going to be anticlimactic. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. Hanging in a chow line. Hanging in a oh. chow line. Yes. Wow. You know, I don't the, think I did know that. There uh. were two other ones that I knew, but that no one knew. Well, one was way back, uh, Car 54, Khrushchev's doing Do Idle Wild. Wild. Yeah. Very Idle Wild. You know, do you know, that, do you know that show? Uh, oh, sure. Uh, Car There's a scout troop shot yeah. a child, Khrushchev's doing Idle Wild. He's doing Idle Wild, yeah. which was the previous yeah. name yes. of JFK Airport. Yeah, yeah, it was the airport oh, up there. And, and, and both those lines, scout troop shot a child and doing Idle Wild. And they both go. would mess got, it up. You got it, Frankie? Here you go. There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child. Khrushchev's do it a wild. Car 54, where are you? See? Very good. It Re- was actually there's a scout troop short a child, the one that no one knew. Oh, really? Yeah. Scout troop short right. a child. Written by Charlotte Ray's husband. Yes. Yes. Mrs. Garrett. And on ah, all Ray, in the yes. family, the line no one knew was G.R. Old LaSalle Ray. Great. I knew yes. that. Well, the well they, made her re- they made Gene Stapleton re-record it I twice. Know. Yes. Because people wrote in. In season one, and said we don't. They they got frustrated. And then it became <laughs> awful. And then she she enunciated it the third and, time. And I remember because they and then he goes G R Old La Sal Great. Grandpa Al Lewis had a comedy club on Staten. We still live on Staten Island, Staten Island. Uh huh. And he had a comedy club on Staten Island called the Grandpas. Grandpas. Oh sure. And he would hang out there. Um, this is when we were in high school. I couldn't even dr- legally drink, and I would go, and he wouldn't give a shit. And he was just. Yeah, they just, had like non drink night. They he, had like. They, they, no, I but I went, you. me and yeah. dudes would go, and it yeah. was just. And like, he was a fucking lunatic. Oh, to learn. Get God, him well. yes. Oh, you knew. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. I used to go to those brunches that Al Goldstein from Screw would throw these brunches, and I would uh, quite often sit next to Al Lewis. Oh, he was great. And he would he'd wear, like, Western clothes. Yeah, he had a bolo tie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. He would yeah. wear that to the, to the club. Yeah, That's so time. funny. Yeah. And, like, character. these Western shirts. And he was great, He'd man. smoke this horrible cigar. He had a comedy, uh, not a comedy club, excuse me. He had an Italian restaurant on Bleecker Street here. Did he? Called Grandpa's. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wow, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't at the on Staten Island all the time, but we would go and he'd be there sometimes and he'd be a trip, man. Interesting dude. Ran for mayor. Is that really? Right? Yeah. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Against who? Frank, you have such a silky chocolatey voice. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to you read the phone book. Thank you, Sal. I'm really, flattered. It's really we could send else. you a recording of the voice and you could jerk off. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. It. Or any that too. Do you go around, do you listen to yourself? Do you hear it when you speak? Because I hear myself. Yeah, I have but I'm, horrible self, diction. I'm self-conscious about it. I'm a jumble. You're self-conscious yeah. about your perfect voice? Well, thank you. You know, you, I get you always that find too. the flaws. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. What are you guys laughing at? Uh, I don't get it. When you get into, like, let's say, a fight with your wife. <laughs> 
How do you fuck you, bitch? <laughs> but it's hysterical. <laughs> She's cursed they out fuck by a parent. You in the drive-through. It's just like all I can think of. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you take that serious? Oh, oh my goodness. God. What do you want me to ask? I should. I can ask uh, Q about. Uh, sounds like you. I want to oh, ask him can, about. Can I? Say something. Yeah, go at ahead. It's your risk, show. At the risk of being sentimental, uh, there was that episode where you throw Murr off a plane. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, the cry diving. Yeah. yeah. So Murr is thrown off a plane, screaming for his life, crying. And <laughs> my son, Max, who was six years old, saw that. And he said, I want to be a skydiver from watching that episode. And he wrote this poem, my (laughs) six-year-old son, Skydiving by Max Gottfried. Into the plane, flying like birds, my favorite part, jump out, fall down, flip, fall, and it is scary. Falling, spinning like a tornado. It's not safe, only for grown-ups. Exciting, elated ecstatic, jump out, whoosh, fall, bump. Well, that is one nice. shit poem, huh? <laughs> Doesn't your son know that poems are supposed to rhyme? What the hell is that? What are you teaching these kids? Well, I kind of dig the I mean, ominous Google ending. Poems. Like, the uh, the ending is very ominous. Yes. Yeah. Like, plop? He like, what dies is he? at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's whoosh, Let's get fall, Max on the horn. Bump. Bump, yeah. Well, that's what we were hoping was going to happen to Murray at the end of that episode. <laughs> Unfortunately, the the that is uh, unbelievable opened. that he wrote that. How from old is Max now? Show? Yes, six? he's yes. six, and he knows unreal. words like elated yeah. and ecstatic. He's, wow. he, he was watching and of course I'm kidding. I mean, it was, it was yeah. mediocre at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! And he did all the artwork around it too, yes. which you're leaving out. Impressive. That is unbelievable. All right, here's what here's something for uh, I can't believe that here's something for Q at six, he's writing because yes. you're, you're into comic books and superheroes. Yeah. Okay, I was shitting in my hand and throwing it at six. <laughs> six, I saw you do it last week. <laughs> old habits die hard. <laughs> Superhero fan that you are, yeah. Gilbert and I do a mini episode of this show on Thursday where we don't have guests. It's just the two of us riffing on shit. And right. We and we we did it. We devoted an episode to something from the seventies called the Legends of the Superheroes Okay, Comedy Roast. Are Is you this familiar when with they, this? Were, they were dressed in costume? Yes. Yeah, I, rem- I don't remember this? exactly, but I've seen it. I've seen clips of it. It's like they're dressed as the superheroes, like doing it, right? Yes, it's truly dreadful. Yeah, is oh, it bad? My, oh, this ghetto man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst oh, thing you've ever it seen. Oh, is scary. They had him in years ago that my comic shop, uh, Secret Stash, sold bootleg copies of it, and we watched it. And, and it's a weird set, right? It was like produced by Hanna Barbera. It yeah. looks like it's yeah. made for two dollars. Yeah, that's Adam it. West's in it, oh, and Burt Ward. I forgot all about that. And then they bring they bring in these comics like Charlie Callis yes. and comics comics from was the seventies. Was it a 70s. proper roast or it just was, no? Oh, it was like goofy. Oh, it's yeah, but it's they had like Hawkman jaw dropping. It was like it was like, and as I recall, like yeah. the roast hit was like stone. Like yeah, on hosted Astro. by Ed McMahon. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, wow. I Solomon Grundy's in it. And, oh, uh, oh, and he was just grunt, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And terrible. then what is it that that one, is that part of it? There's there's one where, like, uh, I think Batman and Robin, uh, Solomon Grundy. That's part one. That's the Legends the of the Superheroes. Station. Yeah. There's, it's a two-parter. Yeah. yeah. He's at a gas station, and he it's the cl- 
clumsiest fight And they have like a laugh track, right? Yes. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just and awful. then Batman and Robin just kind of walk away from the fight <laughs> because they had no money for special yeah. effects. It's got to be on YouTube. I got to look it up. It's, it's truly it's awful. Something. Walt definitely has a copy of it. I'll, I'll get it for you. We, I remember we watched God, this is 15 so years ago. So it was for TV. Yes. Yes, in primetime. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. it, was, it oh, was a thing. The one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten, we were interviewing Adam West, and Adam West said to me, he goes, you know, you would have made a great penguin. You would have made oh, I mean, the yeah. Burgess Meredith is hard to go against, yeah. but you would have been great. He was so yeah. thrilled. Oh, do you, yes. Do you guys remember the Batman episode? I, nobody ever recalls this one, and I I just think it's like the best one for the wrong reasons. Give me you a shot. Nora Clavicle? Sure, that's the third season when the show jumped the shark. Oh, God. Well, Batgirl yeah. ruined that show as far as I'm concerned, but holy crap. Did, I, did you ever hear is about Is that the one where she ties them in the human knot? No, it was the one where where this is this is her this is Nora Clavicle's style. You're gonna love this. Her plan was to um to make a bomb out of mice. Oh, it's the Pied Piper thing with the mice. Right. And they oh, leave the mice out of Gotham of, City. They fire all the male police officers <laughs> and they hire only women with yeah, the right. idea that they're gonna be scared of mice. But it's the most sexist thing in the world because like no, crime is just going rampant because there's a sale at Macy's and all the cops are going to Macy's. <laughs> it's, it's that's all it is. Yeah. And oh, like, geez. And the bombs come in and they're like little mice going and they're all on the police cars screaming. Oh, wow. and it's 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 fucking it's season amazing. three when they ran out of money. Yeah, the sets were gone. They it would just horrible. basically do things over a black backdrop. Season three was a nightmare. Yeah. I didn't I, like Batgirl. I thought pretty, she was just, it's pretty unwatchable. I remember them walking up the side. You know, they always did that phony. Walking up the side yeah. of the wall, that even when you were two, you said, Oh, they just turned the camera right. over. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nora Clavicle. And, and one time, <laughs> yep, the I window remember. opened up and Jerry Lewis popped out. Sure. And I remember. Well, they had all those cameos. Yeah. Lurch from the Adams family popped oh, out. Oh, yeah. Once. And Edward G. Robinson. Oh, yes. And all kinds. And Dick Clark. <laughs> and they would say they're witty one liners and then they would. They would they would dip back in. Yeah. But that episode, man, I wish they would air Go it. Go back and watch that episode. She ties Batman, Robin, and Oh, that's right. He had, the, he had the twitch's ear. In a human knot. That's right. That and they he had goes, to Robin, escape if from. you move your right toe and I twitch my ear, and it just breaks. Because they were out of money. They couldn't build any more props. They, uh. couldn't, they couldn't build a death trap. <laughs> It was that was because a rough... season three they just pulled up ABC just pulled Why? up stakes on the show. Why did they do that? It was a hit. It did. I, well I think them. the numbers had dropped considerably yeah. by season three. The story goes, and I don't know if it's an urban myth that I think NBC was going to pick up the show, but the sets had been destroyed. The I have heard sets that right had been destroyed. What a shame! Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, just like Max Wright right. sucking cock just to bring it full circle. Orange budget to screw the show. James Karen said when they were ending Little House on the Prairie. Uh, some the the station wanted to own the set and make a whole new show, and Michael Lennon got pissed. Oh, this so they blew up the town. They, yes, they yeah. wrote an notice? episode Get where the out. entire yeah. town blew up the is town. blown up, and oh they explode every one of the buildings. That's so great. they have no set left. That That's is spite genius. work at its best. Oh yeah. At the end wow. of Impractical Jokers, we're going to blow up Murray. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> Yeah. I like the petitions on the show a lot too. I have to say the the, the, just the bisexual the crossing guard may be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> oh, we were running for office with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's yeah. what's coming up, gents? What are you what are you, you going on tour? You you got 
Yeah, big, so big we, plans we, in the works. We just sure. started our, uh, we're taping our second hour special of, of the tour in a couple of weeks. And so we just started the new tour. And that's constant. So we're away like every other weekend and then twice a year on the bus. And then we actually sold out an arena tour in the UK. It's sold out. It's like 11 or 12 days, but it's not happening until January. So, but but we we sold it out, which we can't believe, uh-huh. uh huh, because it plays over there on Comedy Central, and apparently there's not, I don't know, it's just it, it, they took to it, but uh, we're doing that, and um, we are making you know more television. Uh, so there are going to be more seasons. It's going to be. Uh, we uh, shows us we're trying. We're trying to get the movie version off the ground. We're, yeah. we're having great luck. We're we're having some interior debates as to when to do it. I I want time off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want time off. Is, is the show kind of all-consuming? Is it? Is it? Is it's, it taking over your lives? Well, the show and the touring combined take up, I'd say, a large part. And then we do, we'll do other things when we can. Q and I do a podcast called "What's Yeah." You? We would, but, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Just have you plugged then, that. Uh, and uh, you know, we all do our own little projects too and stuff. Yeah, but it is, it is all-consuming because it's it's it, it's impractical. Jokers, eighteen hours a day, seven days a week. So you know. So plug the podcast because it's funny. I heard you guys with a couple of different people. Yeah, that's how I mean. That's how I think this might happen. I we wanted we wanted you're both welcome to come on now. So, uh, it's called What Say You. We recorded out of my kitchen uh, <laughs> or on the road, um, and uh, we sometimes we do it live. And then the guys and I tour. I mean, you can go to our comedy troupe's called the Tenderloins. That's who we were right. before Impractical Jokers. It's basically our identity outside of that. I I I hate improv groups. Yeah, so well, we, do we, we don't do improv. Yes. We don't do improv. So do I. I never did improv. Yeah. So why why did they did call it. when you do research on you guys? They call the Tenderloins sketch an improv, but it never uh, was. Well, it well, never we was improv. in 1999. Uh-huh. We did improv from like 99 to 2003. The sketches are online. I mean, people can find. Yeah, them. they can yeah, find yeah. blind cops. Well, and... No, we haven't done it. As a matter of fact, we've been a not an improv troupe. <laughs> Right. For 13 years and an improv troupe for four, but I guess that's just kind of how it was. We the just we just say comedy actually. troupe, but um, yeah, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, with that. I don't know. I never did. I I didn't do improv with them. I came in when we when we started doing uh, written sketches. So we're all in agreement about improv. <laughs> I like it. I like performing you and do. stuff. If it's done right, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I've seen thing. great improv, but and I like he, scripted. Here's it, me too. Yeah. And you guys were SNL. You're both uh, influenced by SNL. Oh, oh hugely, yeah. 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 Remember, I'm, remember yeah, Gilbert's my season? season? I'm sure it was yeah. the oh, most great. <laughs> watch it on Hulu. <laughs> you God. watch Gilbert's 13? Oh, what were you, 13 or 12? I think 12. Yeah. I think the 13th, we were supposed to have Graham Chapman as the right. host, and then it, it got... The producer Gene, got fired. Gene Domanian got yeah. the short haircut. That was when yeah. Lauren, Lauren was not there, right? He no, no. Yeah. He had left. With the, it was the worst time to be on Saturday Night Live. What was it like? Oh, awful. It was like because the original cast and Lauren Michaels had left. And back then, like, how dare you continue it without out those people? And it was like if in the middle of Beatlemania, you said <laughs> John, Paul, George, and Ringo are gone— but here's four other guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that That's was t- hard. No, no fond memory at all? No. Wow. No. You're funny in a few things. Yeah? Which yeah. I can't, um, I would be hard-pressed. The, the thing, the, the sketch you did with Denny Dillon. Oh. Where you were the old couple. Yes, the Waxmans. The Waxmans. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Denny Dillon, I think the last thing I saw her in was like United Flight. 23 that movie 
about that plane that went down. Oh, is down she in that? In I September, sh- she's one of the passengers. So I, I assume when you were influenced by <laughs> SNL, it wasn't Gilbert's was season. <laughs> I just had a thought. Can I request a guest? You guys get a guest? Do you take guest requests? Of course. Yeah. What do you got? We've been trying to get Chuck Barris on, on ours. So have we. Oh, my yes. <laughs> have you? Yes, he, he's that, one of my heroes, man. Okay. And we've, I've been, we've been trying to get him for two years. Okay, there may be a break. Really? Somebody on Facebook wrote to me today and met Chuck Barris, I think, a couple of weeks ago at a music festival. So he lives in the tri-state area. He, I thought he lived in Philly. but Oh, he might live in Philly. There it is. I, he is, there it he is. is one of my heroes. That? See, but the problem oh, with getting Chuck post. Barris is, of course, the CIA Right, we'll try and hunt you down, man. That book yeah. is genius. Though. That book to get him. If, if you get him, can I come? I don't even course. have to be in it. I can oh, sit absolutely. out there. It's a tall order. Yeah. Did, you know, he wrote the he wrote songs, too. Oh, he had sure. all these other He talents. wrote uh, Palisades Park. Palisades Park. Sure. His yeah. books are really good, man. I read his book. His books are really Yeah, yeah but he's got several. Oh, I um, read... Uh, which one uh, Confessions I read? of a Dangerous Mind is the big one. That's the one I read. He wrote a sequel called Bad Grass Never Dies, which is pretty good. Somebody told me he just kind of left the business and then checked out. Yeah, he, got, Murray he got Langston's around, the unknown comic, if you guys were gong show. Yeah. He's on yeah. Facebook. No way. Murray yeah. Langston. Yeah, they we're going to ask him to come on. They just released the gong show movie on Blu-ray for after years of being out of print, and I watched it. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. well, it, we'll, well, well, basically, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a friendly competition to see who can come you'll up with Chuck Barris. You'll definitely <laughs> win, man. I'm telling you, I go on eBay, and I buy signed. I have a Chuck Barris letter that he wrote to Phyllis Diller. Uh, that somebody put on, and you can buy it for like twenty bucks because you know nobody's not getting t- tuned with it anymore. But he's a hero, man. I love that guy. Uh, for us too. And Sam Rockwell played a pretty goddamn good Chuck Barris. Really good Chuck <laughs> yeah. Barris, man. Yeah. What else you got? So, that it? Yeah. Wanna let these these I, gentlemen get to where they have to go. Oh yes. Oh yeah, I got to go to a. It's up to you. I got to get going. Really, I've got <laughs> a lot of masturbating to do tonight. I'm doing guys. an open mic tonight. <laughs> we, we were told you guys were on a tight schedule. No. Uh, well, our lives are so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll go along with it if you need me to. Yeah, this Garrison, you got to get out of work early. You got to get there by five thirty. These guys got shit to is do. Is this is this an indirect way of Gilbert doing less time? <laughs> now I heard on the last cruise it was uh, a Kid Rock on on that boat. Yeah, that's why your bed smelled like that. And, and, is that what you're asking? Oh, I think that might, that's not our cruise. This was our inaugural cruise. Oh, but that cruise ship and that company kid. goes out with different themed cruises, and they probably had him. Because they told me, you know, like on that cruise, there are these foreign women like Filipino or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. who will spray you with hand sanitizer. Yes, yes. And I think with Kid Rock, he ordered them. He told the ones in charge that whenever these foreign, uh, these Asian women would squirt them with the hand sanitizer, they have to say, uh, washy, washy motherfucker. <laughs> yes. It's like Pappy on no. Susu. Yes. Wait, wait, so, so, okay, so, wait, wait, wait. so they, the Norwegian, the, the Pearl ship is the name yeah. of it, um, they had a thing, it was a mandate. That they already were saying when they sprayed you, happy, happy, washy, washy. Yeah. Now we know that because we, before we ever had the cruise, we filmed an episode of Jokers on that cruise ship. And that's how 
the, the our crews came to fruition. And we noted that because they were Asians and they were mandating them to say happy, happy, washy, washy, <laughs> which I thought was extremely peculiar. And what I'm assuming is he took that and he co-opted it and said, say washy, washy, motherfucker. But they, I thought it was really odd that they were like, say nothing or say would you like some of this, but to have them say happy, happy, washy, washy. It's a little, washy, washy, mm-hmm. a little, little Borderline racist. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, can, I can tie these up. The, the last topic, you know, you mentioned guests uh, guests on the want list. Gilbert calls me up one day. We're maybe about 50 shows into the run. And he says, I got a great guest idea. You remember the, 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 the hooker, the girl in full metal jacket that says, me love you long time? <laughs> she was hot. Papillon Susu. We looked her up. Her name is Papillon Susu. She's got one line in the Where movie. Where does she live? Yeah. We I track, think in England. I think she's a... Me I so think, horny, right? Yeah. yeah. Me so horny. Because so, I, to me... When you think about all the great lines in movies like Play It, Sam, or We're Not in Kansas Anymore, all these lines, uh, the most famous is Me So, so Horny. horny. Me, me Rub You Wrong. <laughs> when he pinched her, I said, she, she, you don't know if she speaks English. Where, it would be great, though, she if through is. the whole interview, that's all she said. Uh, oh, so that would be fantastic. So, of course, we put this out there, and everybody on Facebook and all our listeners... You know, some people finally tracked her down. I think she's a chiropractor living well, in the I, UK. I heard at first it sounded respectable, like she became a doctor. Well, she, and yeah. Then it became something <laughs> it's like a rub and tug in <laughs> South London. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like the thought of her talking to anyone in her life post that movie, and they just go to dig at one layer, and they're like, oh, so what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm an actress. And they're like, oh, what have you done? <laughs> you know, have seen you or anything? And she always has to be like, yeah, you might have. How glorious. Seen she's in a Bond movie, Full too. Metal Jacket. Oh, no way. What'd you do? <laughs> I, you know, I was the, uh, I said the, uh, none of us. He's a horny. We love you a long time. None what of us that? in this room, not a single person in this room will ever know the glory of what it's like to have sex with her for the first time after that movie comes out. Oh, my Like, the first God. person who had sex with her. <laughs> oh, my Because, you know, she was God. like, I'll do it. It was fun. It was new. She's like, me so horny. That guy had the best. <laughs> now. Oh, wow. Never, or, or has she been asked every time and never, and she's never done it because she won't. No, I think she had to do it the first time to get burned. Yeah. Somebody, There's one lucky guy out there. Somebody said she did an autograph show a couple of years ago. So, one, which leads to the question, what is she signing? Well, yeah. they, sampled, they sampled that <laughs> line for a very beat. popular rap song. Oh, they, right, they've right. done it. Yeah. Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew. Yeah. So horny is the name right. of the yeah. song. They oh wrote a song God. about, you know. I'll, I'll take it a step further. I don't care how old she is. I don't care what she looks like today. I would have sex with her if she did that line. Yes. No. Yeah. No, I don't insane. care. She could look insane. like the guy who sells ma- Mogwais in Gremlin. And I would still <laughs> I got have sex with I got her news if, she, if she did that line from the movie. I would. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. We'll, 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 we'll give you Chuck Barris and we'll give you Papillon. Oh, my God. Uh, no, please. I have to have Papillon. <laughs> you can have Chuck Barris. No. Chuck Barris says me so soldier for you. I will stop. And I will not stop until I get her yeah. on the show. You made my Thank day you. by showing me that he's he's still because i don't know he's out there he's out there and still alert and still doing it because he's 87 yeah. so you never know how that's gonna go I, the fact that he's still that that out there i'll track it down through this guy oh please do please do okay if you're out there chuck you're in demand and papillon susu call <laughs> right now <laughs> and would would you like to do your imitation of me before we close up <laughs> 
Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> nice to meet you, Miss Volcano. Quick question. Is there any way I can do less time? <laughs> I'm willing to take... No less money. <laughs> Why don't we let Do down? we have a deal? <laughs> no. Can I speak to your husband? <laughs> Get me to the, the person who makes the decisions on this ship. <laughs> Can I speak to the captain? <laughs> Issue being, no part of me wants to be here or experience any of this. Nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank Great you episode, guys. guys. Thanks. Well, Thank you for having us. This has been Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast with my co-host Frank Santo Padre at Nutmeg uh, with our engineer Frank Ferderosa. Thanks, Frankie. And, Frankie. and we have had on two members of the Impractical Jokers. The other ones, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a nickel for every time yeah. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're so fucking great. Fuck both of you. Fuck both of you. You think you're so great. You're both pieces of shit. You're untalented, stupid pieces oh God, of shit who think you're so fucking great that you can't take five minutes out to do a podcast. Fuck you where you breathe. We've had on the only two, the only two talented or funny members of Impractical. Oh my God. The only oh. two worth talking to because oh. the both of you, fuck your grandmother's corpse. <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't come on so we were saying this about me. <laughs> oh, my God. We had on Brian Q. Quinn. <laughs> Hello. And let's see if I can get this guy's name. No chance. Sal Crispy Volcano. Volcano, 100%. Volcano. Crispy just a nickname from the show. It's not real. And we're not going to say the names of you other two because you're shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so Thank you. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Can you, would you have us back? Are we of allowed course. back? Do you no, have repeats? I'm sorry. As, yeah. <laughs> You could come back as long as you don't have the other impractical jokers on, because fuck them. Uh, oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, Brian. It's been nothing. Like, it's been you, nothing, said, like you said, It's Gordon. been nothing but a pleasure. Kid friendly. Yeah, it's the parrot. Yeah. It's the parrot. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Got tears coming down my cheeks. Oh. The next impractical joke is cruise <laughs> is next year, roughly October. Uh, kids, <laughs> families, come on! Gilbert will be headlining. He'll be doing uh. a, a quick, tight three-minute set, <laughs> filled, somehow filled with twenty-five cum jokes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Jafar's Revenge, Gilbert. <laughs> 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 